here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 104.4 FM in Durban. In our front row feature on uh, this Friday night, we go uh, to the theatre, Vitz Downstairs Theatre in particular, and we're chatting about a production called The Reign of Knives. Uh, it explores the consequences of our decisions and their far-reaching impact, not only on the lives of, of specific individuals, but on society as whole. To tell me a little bit more, I'm joined on the line by Mbe Mbele, uh, the writer of the production. Mbe, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to chat to me. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. Now, I get very broad strokes about what the th- central themes are with regard to Reign of Knives. Uh, can, can you give me uh, just a broad understanding of what the show actually entails? Yeah, so the show is a theatre production mm-hmm. um, that is centred around a the, the couple of themes that we're currently grappling with in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And those themes, uh, do you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, and those things include issues around feminism, um, issues around gender, issues around existentialism, and issues around uh, what direction we must take as a people in order for us to imagine or have an idea of a, a kind of society that is more just than the one that we are currently living in. So the story follows a life of a, a boy called Pinde, mm-hmm. uh, who was born on a particular night, and that night happens to be called the Reign of Knives. Okay. Um, and then everyone who is born on that night is supposed to be sacrificed, keeping in time with the with the tradition. Okay. Uh, but the mother decides to the mother decides to conceal the birth of the boy, um, and then later on, when the boy grows up, he's supposed to be confronted with issues. Uh, around his existence and the curses and the blessings around him being born on that particular night on which no child is supposed to be born. So that's a brief sketch of of what the the play is about. These are pretty heavy, um, you know, themes and and a very difficult subject matter to actually grapple with. Is the play itself very happy, I mean, very heavy, or how have you broken it up so that you kind of almost balance the light and shade um, of all these issues that we deal with? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, The person who's going to watch the play will have to decide whether the play (laughs) is heavy or, or happy. But I mean, if you are dealing with issues around black people, then... Uh, those are complex issues and, and the play is not trying to simplify the problems yeah. that we are currently uh, grappling with. So it is an allegory of some sort. It's saying a lot of things about what is happening in the contemporary uh, but using a setting that is in the past. Yes. So we're not saying certain things directly but anyone who watches the play will sort of find resonance in the characters that are in the play will find resonance in the themes that are explored in, in the play. And, I mean, it's groundbreaking also because uh, the play is, is, has a majority cast of, of, of women um, and the play touches a lot on questions around femininity and masculinity and how we, we navigate uh, through that. Um, um, I don't know if that answers no, your, that, your that, question. That definitely answers the question. I think what I'm also asking is that um, it, it's not just talking heads. So you've, you've you incorporated things like music and dance um, yeah. in, in order for 
the audience because yes it is heavy themes and yes it is topics that yeah. we need to grapple with but people still yeah. need to be entertained for the time that they're there and they're watching it um so yeah. so how have you used music and dance as well as of course the the acting in the play itself to carry the message forward and why did you choose those those vehicles because uh, for black people, music is always part of them. You can't imagine anything that black people do outside of music. Yeah. So it would be unjust to create a story about the experience of black people without incorporating music. Because as the saying goes, the language fails us, music uh, is able to respond to some of the questions. Definitely. And we're not telling people these things directly. And their mm. emotions must also speak uh, uh, to them and where they are logic and they are and they are and, and, and their mind fail, the music is able to, to intervene because mm-hmm. we do not have some of the answers that we're grappling with with as a society. But sometimes when you listen to a particular song you're able to feel a certain kind of way that you would not be able to understand if that particular emotion was expressed in words. So I, I really think that there's no Tara account of black people that does not include music and that's why music and dance Mm. is central is very central to this to this play well it speaks to the core i think of of humans in general but i think in particular uh you know if we look at africa and africans in particular you know music has always been a way that we carry on almost tradition whether we whether it's a funeral whether it's a wedding it it doesn't matter we're always singing and dancing yeah. Um, looking at at the at the play itself, um, is it set in any particular language? Uh, you know, have you gone for any vernacular language, or are you using a mix yeah. of languages? How are you? Uh, how have how have yeah. you addressed that issue? The mix of languages we're trying by all means to bend the conventions mm-hmm. of language. So, of course, English is there as a colonized people or people who have a particular history. You can't run away from English. Mm-hmm. But the play tries in, in every sense to bend the conventions of language. So we do use Isizulu mostly, but uh, we use all vernacular languages. And, I mean, of course, if you understand music as a language, music yeah. works in that in that particular way because here we're trying to tell a story not in literal terms of the people who are dispossessed of the people who do not know uh, what is right or wrong precisely because of what they what they went through Mm. um so of course if you are trying to speak about those things you will have to find language that accommodates that and of course english for us is something that was imposed on us is not enough Oh, we do use uh, a, a lot of the neck. So the, the production itself, um, would you say that there's an age restriction for it? Or are you also looking maybe to encourage schools to come in and have, you know, have a look at the, the, the production and kind of just have it almost as a discussion point around certain issues that a lot of the youngsters are facing, uh, you know, in, in, in different avenues of their lives? Yeah, as I said, that the play speaks to everyone. And I think in whatever issue that you are currently grappling with, you are going to find elements uh, uh, in the play. And that's why the play is, we really describe it as very metaphorical because mm. it's, it's trying to speak to everyone, mm-hmm. not using conventional and literal ways. So I, I think young people are, are going to resonate with it because by dealing with questions around existentialism, we do not know what kind of people we must become. Uh, we have these certain ideas of success. We have let go of our traditions. We have let go of our culture. And what are the consequences of, of, of that? Is it the idea of civilization as we know it? Is it good? What, what does it do? 
uh, for us because at the end in the play we do see that this very thing this very same thing that we fight for so much this very same life that we uh, go through all extent to have is meaningless because mm. it destroys the very same society that we are trying we are trying to we are trying to build um and i think it what is what is most important is that people must come watch the play and that is the only way that they can get a thorough experience of what it is what it is about um because as I, as I said, it touches on a on a number of, of themes of, of themes that black people are currently grappling with. Uh, and 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 yeah, you've said you've used the term black people uh, numerous times during this this uh, you know the the interview. Yeah. Do you think that it's also important that white people come and watch this production to understand what are some of the issues that black individuals in this country are dealing with? I'm not really concerned about white people because when writing the play, we were very specific about the kind of audience that we want. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can't always create works of culture and works of art with white people in mind. Those people, we have tried to convince them for so long, we've tried to show them for so long that people were subjected in a particular way and we've, things have remained the same. So I'm basically saying what would happen if we start speaking amongst ourselves, ourselves. start making culture mm-hmm. outside of uh, this huge mirror of of white people. What does it mean to create a play that does not consider white people who have not considered us since time immemorial? Interesting, but uh, they are welcome to come and watch. Though you're not saying you know this is not something that you you will enjoy. Sorry, uh, uh, white people that are welcome to come and watch the production. Uh, of course, right? <laughs> I'm just saying, course, it's not something that you're saying, you won't understand, don't waste your time. Yeah. It is, you know, just come and, I, I mean, would it, be, would it be interesting for you to kind of see the dynamics and, and spark yeah. a conversation between the different cultures and, and different race groups in that space? Yeah, they must of course come and learn. But I mean, why is it that you constantly keep on going back to white people when I'm trying to explain that the creation of this play is to erase them from the conversation, is to say certain things outside of them becoming eavesdroppers. So even the very fact that you are repeating this question about white people shows the insistence that we have on always having to consult with whiteness whenever we create us. I understand we what you're saying. This, we could have had this conversation outside of you bringing up uh, uh, white people so many times in the same way that you accuse me of bringing black people so many times. Mbe, I totally so understand what the aim of yeah, the, what the yeah, aim yeah. is of production is, and I understand why you're saying what you did. What I'm trying to say yeah. is, if you're looking at inclusivity, is it something that everybody can enjoy? That's where I'm going. Yeah, every everyone is different. This is South Africa. I mean, even if we didn't want white people to come, the law insists that white people must come. So everyone is allowed by virtue of uh, the state of affairs of the country. So white people can come, but we are not interested in them or in whatever they are going to say. We're trying to zamukseba. We're trying to have a conversation amongst Mm. ourselves. If they can catch on, then they catch on. But we did not create this with white people in mind. Mbe, thank you so much. Unfortunately, I've gone over time now for the news. But thank you so much uh, for your time and all the best for the production. The very important band that is going to be playing with us called the Pupolgabiko. 
and it's going to be releasing an album soon. I know I'm marketing them, but yeah, <laughs> it's going to be forever, forever. Thank you. Thank you. That's a writer of uh, the production Reign of Knives. Can you see I do apologize profusely. I have gone way over time. I uh, will make it up to you, I promise. Uh, it's uh, gone two minutes after eight and it's time for the news.